to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I'm your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. Suffering from a little bit of a cold, so my voice might sound a little bit different and more raspy than usual, but I have quiet moments and I have to capitalize on them to record these podcasts. So I recently had a fellow mom send in a message through my website about doing a podcast about potty trading tips. So I haven't talked about it a lot in the past or haven't even really thought about it because even though my cutie is potty trained and she's four, we didn't really encounter a whole lot of challenges with the potty training with her. So I'm going to talk to you about the things that worked for us, but I also want to be sensitive to the fact that uh, it might not go as smoothly for you guys. Um, So I'm just going to drive from a place of what worked for us and the experiences that we had, and hopefully that will have some sort of help for you, and you'll find something to take away. So we first started with potty training right before with, honestly, all three of our girls until they were closer to the age of three. And I think our reasoning behind that was we just felt like they were developmentally ready to understand the concept at that point. I'm sure at some point they were ready earlier than that. Um, I really don't have any judgment or feelings about anyone who chooses to do it earlier or later or whenever you choose you feel is right for your child. I think with my eldest, the three age three seemed to work, so we kind of followed that path with the other two and we continued that with our cutie. So we waited till they were a little bit older and I think that's just important to know about our success and what we've had is that we did decide to wait a little bit longer. Now I don't know whether that um, equates to success or not but it seemed to work for us. So I'm really going to just talk about really night like sleep time potty training um, because that's really at that point when your child is when you're thinking about potty training they should only be in their boots and bar at when they're sleeping so whether that's just nighttime or nap at nighttime and so that's where really the challenges comes in with the potty training I the first thing we always did was go to the bathroom before any sort of sleeping so that was night or um, nap time. It was like, okay, we're at least going to try before we go to the bathroom. We don't do that anymore now that she's older because she has a little bit more understanding of what, of when she needs to go and she tells us, right? She's more in charge now. But when we first started, we made sure that she was, had the opportunity to go before she was going to sleep. We also would wear pull-ups. Like I was a fan of nighttime pull-ups. Like I'm obviously I'm not a potty training expert, and I'm not going to pretend to be one. Okay, I'm just telling you what worked for us. And the pull-ups, we did that with all three of our girls. It was one of it was there was a difference in my mind about what what was possible during the day and what was possible at night. And so we kept them in the pull-ups at nighttime until they were able to really show that they could make it through the night with a dry pull-up. Um, that worked for two out of the three of ours, including my cutie. I won't say the other one, just to save her any future embarrassment. Um, 
there was one that I had a tra harder transition transitioning out of the pull-up, okay? Um, but with my cutie, honestly, she just, after several nights, it was of just dry pull-ups. We finally eventually just were like, okay, let's try underwear. And when we went into um, the underwear and then she just had success, we just kind of never looked back. So it was really never an issue for her. Um, so I don't think that was a big challenge for us, but I liked the pull-ups while they were learning in the process of the potty training, especially with the boots and bar, right? Like we all, we can clean the boots, we, um, but we, I think we all just have that in our mind, like it's an extra hassle, and then if they don't have to, if we have to wash their boots, then you know, they won't be able to wear them that night and it adds that extra stress. So for me, I was like, if I can save any accidents from happening that would then potentially soil um, the boots, I was like, I'm, I'm for that. So that's what we did initially until she was really ready to be out of a pull-up. I think it's important once they're out of the pull-up and if they do need to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night for us, we have monitors, um, we, we don't co-sleep, she sleeps in a separate room, but we have a monitor and she would call out for us to say, okay, I need to go to the bathroom, right? Um, to be honest, sometimes she didn't know what was happening, right? She's in the middle of sleep, she knows something's up, she's awake for some reason, so we'd have to ask, like, do you need to go to the bathroom? And then she'd be like, yes, okay. And in those instances, um, it's really important to have pajamas that are easy to pull down from the waist down. We have um, a bunch of zip up pajamas that were footsie that we cut the feet off of because my cutie wanted to be the same as her older sister so we would cut the feet off and then she'd wear those. Those are a super hassle when you're trying to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night because you have to take it off all the way from the top unless you're taking the boots off. Our choice was always, we just left the boots and bar on, we would put her on the potty, and then we would um, put her back once it was done. And I think having something that you can pull from the waist down was really helpful. Sorry, um, my neighbor just decided to mow his lawn. So, so much for the quiet aspect of this. So if you can hear it, that's what the ambient noise is. Um, I... So I think the pajama choice is important, especially up front, right? So if you're going to go down that route over there, your child's going to call you in to have you take them to the bathroom, then definitely choosing the right pajamas is important. For us, we, like I said, we decided not to take the boots off. We would just leave her boots and bar on. Now, with the caveat being that she wears a sleep sack, so we would have to take the sleep sack off. Um, but we would leave the boots and bar on and put the sleep sack back on once she had gone to the bathroom. Honestly, we would just carry her to the bathroom. Um, I think that just seemed to be the most efficient and efficiency was key when you're real tired in the middle of the night and you're trying to help your kid go to the bathroom. The easier, the faster, the better. I guess you could unclip the bar, right? And, um, just have the boots because then you wouldn't have to worry so much about um, pajamas, but I don't really know if that would make much of a difference. Maybe it would make your child more comfortable on the potty, which then you would be like, okay, 
um, if they're struggling with that because it seems like more of a realistic thing than having your boots and bar on but if you're unless you're going to take the entire boots off i think um in order to avoid that having pajamas that you can pull down is important so i would not recommend anything that is zippered all the way up because then you're talking about taking it all the way down and trust me we've done that a few times and it's not exactly fun so those are some of the things that helped us be successful like i said we didn't really encounter a whole lot of challenges with that while uh, she was potty training and now that she is it, even to this day i mean she's she like i said she just turned four and so she still will call us in at night and um, i'm fine with that and i'm fine with continuing that until she's graduated out of her boots and bar it just seems the most logical now that doesn't mean I'm not exhausted in the middle of the night and wish that she could just go to the bathroom by herself. But to be fair, I don't think either of her older sisters went to the bathroom by themselves independently in the middle of the night until they were older than five anyways. So um, it wasn't that big of a challenge for us. So those were the few things that really helped us in what we did and seemed to be successful. So hopefully you'll find something that was that could translate for you guys and be successful for you. But I am sure there are many more moms out there who have better tips for potty training than me. So if you do, please share them with me through my website at MaureenHoff.com or message me on Instagram at Clubfoot Chronicles Mom. And maybe you'd be willing to come on as a guest and tell us what's worked for you. So, as always, thanks for listening. And if you found this episode helpful, please share and subscribe and follow to the podcast. Until next time.